Happy Monday, friends. I know it's been a while, but we are back, and don't you worry. Today's episode brings my dear friend Jessica Eide, and she takes us through her own journey and what it really takes to stay disciplined no matter what and really focus in on not only showing up for herself, but also her three amazing children. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. Hi. Sunshine or afternoon. Or yeah. yeah. Afternoon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, yay. Hi. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm. Can you hear me okay, too? I just want to make sure. My setup is like a little bit different than normal because I'm not at home. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Look at you winging it on the fly. <laughs> yeah, I actually, so I didn't sleep all night because I had a flight at 5 a.m. this morning and oh. then I slept on the plane and then I just took a nap before this. <laughs> oh, you did. So maybe it is like good morning to you. Yeah. Let's get you some caffeine. Yeah. Get you I know. I know. And then I'm going to the, the Cubs game. So I'm. Well, that'll yeah. wake you right up uh, yeah. or, or a drink or something. Or right. Something. Greens. Oh, this I is my greens. I do. I do love my greens. I actually, but it's like. Okay, what do I need first? <laughs> right, exactly. Just all the things. Just pile it all in. Yeah, just give me everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you? Really good. Actually, I can't good. complain. I've had a very nice leisure morning. I had uh, my chiropractor and massage okay. this morning. It's kind of different to do a 9 a.m., but I was like, that's all they had. So I was like, I'll take it. So yeah. then I just did uh, my sauna early and my magnesium bath early. So I'm like, I already got that off the a list. magnesium bath? What is oh, that? Epsom. Epsom bath. I did oh, the whole okay. bag on it. Yes. Okay. Got magnesium in it. So yeah, yeah. I always see how good it is for you. So I'm like, all right, let's just do yeah. the whole bit, not half a bag. That is the one downside about my apartment is there's no bathtub. I just have a shower. So I can't oh. do like stuff like that. So I have to like, if I'm going to do magnesium or anything or the yeah. Epsom, I have just do like a little like foot bath. Oh, so. shoot. Oh, well, I guess I it still sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I still do the sauna. So that's at least, at least you know, it's something. Oh, yeah. that's good. It totally is something. Okay. Don't mind yeah. the children here. They yeah. don't have <laughs> the best behavior if they want me to take them to the pool. So I'm in the mom mode, full yeah. mom mode. <laughs> you get to see me multitasking, but yes, bug me. You back away now. Okay, there you said hi. There's hi. the youngest. There you go. You're done now. Okay. Now quiet on the set. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited that we're able to finally make this work. I know we both have crazy schedules and yours is probably crazier with all the kids and their activities. <laughs> oh, you're worth making time for though, though, girl. I'm so proud of you and everything you're doing with this thank podcast. You. Yeah, this is, I, it's been something that I've just been loving and I love just talking to people about their journeys. So for the listeners out there, share a little bit more about who you are and what, what you do. Yes, I would be happy to share. Hello, I am Jessica Eide. I am a woman of the age of 37 who just recently found her passion and calling in life. That's kind of like my thing. For my whole life, I have felt like finding what my thing is has just been elusive. This like mysterious thing that has never like come upon me because my journey has been uh, in a nutshell. I was married at a very young age, didn't really have time to figure out like who I was and like what I was good at. Started popping babies out, um, three children uh, to be exact. And uh, I've loved motherhood and the whole stay at home mom mode, but it is very mentally draining and not stimulating at all 
which is why mm -hmm. I have now figured out that the thing that I am meant to do is to help people transform and have uh, their personal journeys through fitness. So I'm a personal trainer and an accountability coach, and I found my calling in life and I couldn't be happier. Well, and you look amazing for having three children. Like I was like, I don't have abs and I don't have children. Oh girl, we, we all are on the journey. I mean, I know I have, I have little baby abs. I mean, it's fine. I see you working hard, girl. You're doing yeah. your thing. I'm so proud of you. Thank You're rocking. You. <laughs> so as far as finding your passion, so what kind of made you kind of dive deep into more of the fitness aspect of Yes. You know, because with being a personal trainer, there's so many different realms that you can go and different paths you can take. So what was kind of what, what, what led you to doing the like more of the fitness and accountability route? Yep, I will tell you, uh, just through a lot of years of trial and error, let me tell you, I've been doing workout videos since uh, the young age of probably 11. I grew up watching my okay. mom being fond of fitness videos from home. VHS. <laughs> I know, right? Right. See, it's like, I feel like fitness was like, you know, meant to be my thing. Right. Like watching it. My mom was like a machine. She was like, you know, like very low body fat percentage. She was ripped. She was like, yeah. it has to be a gladiator. Do you remember that show gladiator? Oh they, yeah. Yeah. Yep. She was actually asked to be on that show. Was she uh, really? She was that's asked, so yeah. cool. I know. I know. That was like, like one of my favorite shows to watch. She's gladiator. I remember it too. Yeah. yeah. So like, and like my mom biked across America when she was 19. She like literally did. She just with her friend decided to bike across America. Wow. So I like to say that fitness is like in my genes, you know, like it's mm -hmm. always been something that I was interested in. And then of course I was interested in it because I was a very chubby kid. I was a very sad, shy, overweight kid who basically, I feel like my whole life. You were shy. Oh my gosh, Allison. Really? I was a shy little mute. Like I would never talk to anyone. You're like the conversationalist every time we're out. <laughs> Thank you. I like to think I've come a long way since then. Yeah. I finally busted out my shell because I just, I really did not like who I was. And like, yeah. I mean, my, my main passion in life, I know I said personal training and helping others reach our fitness goals is my passion, but my number one passion is raising our children to yeah. be confident and just sure of themselves and just, I want them to be what I was not when I was their age. And the fact yeah. that they're, they're not repeating like who I was, I'm like, praise the Lord, I'm doing something right. Cause I mean, it's, you know how it feels to oh, be yeah. like, in your own skin and just like, you know, be aware of, you know, the gifts that you have. Like, I just, I don't know. I always struggle with such insecurities. I don't want yeah. that for our children. So um, I guess through my journey, I figured that fitness was what I wanted to do when I started posting more about what I was doing. So mm -hmm. we all know the beauty of social media. Yep. Like if, if you want to tap into that, tap into that now, because it is such yeah. a great platform to use. And that's actually how everything fell into place for me in regards to finding my passion with fitness. Uh, through my pregnancies with the three children, I tend to pack on the weight. I was not a little mm -hmm. skinny mini. Oh, I'm a cute pregnant one. No, I gained 60 pounds with each pregnancy. And wow, sixty. I know I marked it down in my journal. I was like, if this confirmed, I gained like 50 to 60 pounds with mm -hmm. each pregnancy and was not happy with that at all. Decided to flip the switch on and go like beast mode decided to start working out and implementing yeah. nutrition into my routine. And once I decided to kind of spur myself on by posting more about the, the transformation yeah. I was trying to do, it fueled my fire. And then I, before I knew it, I had people messaging me saying, well, would you train me? I looked at my husband and I'm like, what do I say? He's like, we'll say yes. <laughs> and 
I was like, well, okay. I, so, and speaking to my husband, yeah. I have been, we've been married for 14 years, very happily married. I Yeah. You guys just celebrated your anniversary just not too long yeah. ago, right? Yeah. May 23rd, 14 years of marriage. And I seriously, he's, he's my friend's charming. He's the reason I, I am who I am today. I do firmly believe that who you marry is very important in regards to like reaching your personal yeah. goals, um, you know, finding passion, finding fulfillment. Um, back in the day, early on in our marriage, I, I was always taking it personally when he'd be like, come on, you got to find something. I tend to tell myself, well, he doesn't love me for me. And that was just yeah. a load of BS because what he wanted was for me to find the passion that I have now. So I look yeah. back and praise the Lord. He never gave up on me. And he just kept cracking that whip of like, come on, let me motivate you. Let me help yeah. you get to where you need to be. And he's my number one fan and I'm his number one fan. So it's, it's a great, great thing to have when you have people who support you and your journey and want you right. to live your best life. Well, and I saw, I don't even know like the exact statistic, but I remember seeing a statistic on, you know, like the more you post about like your progress or, you know, your gym selfies or whatever, the more likely you're going to hold yourself accountable even because especially with social media now versus, you know, when we were kids, we didn't have it. Like, I mean, my space wasn't a thing until like maybe what middle school or high school. And I know, doesn't that protect yeah. memories? Yeah. <laughs> what did we do back in the day? I mean, yeah. wow, that's yeah, all the memories. Yeah. So I think, it, but that's why I think it's like there's, I feel like there's good and bad things about social media. I think the good things is it does help you keep accountable because when you're posting, constantly posting about like your progress or whatever you're doing and you get feedback from people that you don't know or even know saying like, you're doing so great. Like what, what, what are you doing? That's like helping you the most. Um, but then the flip side, it is also bad because then there's the comparison syndrome and you know, there, there's just so many different aspects, but I think it's so great that people in your corner are there for you and lifting you up because that is a huge part of any person's wellness journey. Like whether it be losing weight lifting, uh, you know, like a super heavy amount or even just like getting your mental health in check. And I think that's so important. And I'm so happy that you have found that passion because you are so great with people that that's what people need. <laughs> yeah, Thanks girl. And just like yeah. that, that's exactly it. Just like using your talents to help others. I mean, it's true. Yeah. You're helping other people, you're helping yourself because you're feeling that fulfillment. So right. I, I encourage anyone who's listening to this, find your passion, never give up. Uh, that was a big part of my journey was a lot of trial and error. Let me tell you, yeah. I didn't just snap my fingers and say, okay, like helping people reach their fitness goals is, is my thing. I, I tried, I will tell you what I tried. I started a belt business. I, that's right. I hate oh. belts and I hate leather, but I started a leather business. It was called fear and stone. And um, okay. my, my dear husband, he was the one who was like steering that ship. And I kind of tell him like, I know why you married me. It's because I'll drink whatever Kool-Aid you give me. You tell me to start a, a leather business. I'll start a leather business, even though I hate leather and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not even very crafty at all, but yeah. I decided just to, you know, right. try something new. Why not? Because if you're not trying things and you're not, I mean, they say like failing is good because it means you're actually yes. trying. So I gave it a go. And I will say that I did have one big sale at a boutique in Minneapolis. Okay. The gal said, sure. I'll place an order. I was like, 
you will. Oh, yeah. okay. So she placed the big order. That felt great. It was kind of like that endorphin high I needed to be mm-hmm. like, okay, like, I'm going to keep going. And, you know, made the website. I uh, got more experience, like selling the belt. I had a lot of friends who were supporting it. So that felt yeah. good. But it didn't feel like it was my thing. I knew for sure it was not my passion. Right. Um, and then along the same lines, I also started a podcast back in the day. I you did? Yeah, I didn't know called- that. Yep, I did. It was called the Improve Me Podcast. Okay. And, uh, me and my good friend, Sarah, we started that journey of podcasting. It was actually over at COVID uh, okay. back in 2020, where it was like, okay, let's let's use our time to do something. We yeah. started it. It was fun, but it didn't go anywhere. And I yeah. didn't, like, it was like totally my thing at the time. Yeah. And, <laughs> I realized, hey, I'm getting good at this whole, like, trying things and failing. Let's just keep on trying until right. I find six. And I found it. But that's also an important note is that you're not going to change overnight. I mean, progress is, it it is what it is. I mean, you have to, when you look at all like the famous athletes, many of them had failed and some of them were told that they're not going to be professional or they're not going to make it big. And they did because they took that failure and pushed it in themselves to succeed. And so I think that's a really big note to, for anyone out there, you know, that feels like they're failing over and over again. It's like, it just takes time. It takes time. It takes patience with what you're trying. Um, everyone is not going to ever like no plan is going to be the same exact thing for every person. So right, and I totally agree. Yep. Yeah. If you're not trying, then you're just staying the same and, you know, growth takes time. You guys right. be patient. And what they, what they say, trust the process. <laughs> Yeah. 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 No, I agree. And I, what I love too, is that you, you know, obviously, cause you post like videos and stuff like that of your workouts, but I also love when your kids get involved because it is true. You, when you see your parent as you did growing up and you see them being active, being, you know, into the, the fitness or whatever it might be to stay active. Um, it really helps you realize like, okay, like that's what I want to be because your parents are your role models and that's what you want to do. You want to be like your mom, you want to be like your dad, you know? So I think that's huge because now they're going to get me. I'm like, I'm like, I will thank you right in front of everyone here. There's (laughs) all all the millions of people tuning in. You will hear a spanking of a seven-year-old back up. You go away. You know what I want? No, I don't. Okay. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> oh, motherhood. <laughs> yes, you get to see the multitasking in action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's huge. And you know, like, as you had mentioned earlier too, like you really want to build that confidence within your kids. What are some things that you, you know, like maybe like a, a motto or a phrase or something that you really use with your kids to help build them up and let them realize like, it's okay to fail, but also like, you know, just be happy within yourself. Cause I think right. that's huge for a lot of kids, especially when you're growing up and especially the teen years. I mean, that's like the hardest time is to figure out how can I be happy with myself at right. that age? Amen. It's so true. And yep. Teaching them the, the basics of just 
don't give up, you know, keep it, yeah. keep it going. And actually it's funny, um, as we we're talking about this, Ethan, um, our 10 uh, year old was on the Peloton, just getting a little oh. burden because he was like, you know, I just had lunch, I'm fueled and now I'm going to move a bit. So yeah. that's what I teach them. I say, you know, when you're fueled with food, just move, add movement in. And that's yeah. what he did. I was like, oh my boy, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Uh, well, then like they even like have the videos of them, like doing weights and stuff. It's so cool because <laughs> I think that's so important. And I think uh, what I love to about now in the fitness realm is that there's no like cookie cutter size. I mean, like curvy is beautiful. Like muscular is beautiful. It doesn't necessarily mean like if you're like a st- stick thin, right. tiny little nugget, like that, right. that's what's beautiful because growing up again, I, you know, like the models like Naomi Campbell, like they're all so tiny and like so thin. And that's what I always felt like I had to be, but I grew up with a butt. Like I was curvy. Like there was no way that I was going to ever be like this. (laughs) Right. right. You can't change the genetics there, the bone structure. Yep. Exactly. Right. Right. The process. Yeah, exactly. And so, sorry, my, I don't know how to turn the, my messages off on my phone. Oh, I didn't see anything pop up. Oh, okay, oh. perfect. I just, I didn't, I heard a ding and I was like, what is that? Oh. Well, I heard a ding. It's my seven-year-old running around trying to <laughs> That was my ding. I moved into another room. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as, you know, like now that you're into like the personal fitness and uh, the accountability, what's been like your biggest, I guess, what's been your most humbling experience so far? Let's see. Humbling experience is um, when I have had to learn when admitting when I'm wrong. And I'm very quick to say I was wrong with that. Cause as you know, there's so many different yeah. information of like eat the vegetables, don't eat the vegetables, greens yeah. are bad for you. They're, uh, eat the fruit, eat the, don't eat the fruit, right. do the fasting, don't do that. Oh my gosh. It's a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to be an indecisive person. So actually it's been good because through this whole process of learning that pa- uh, fitness is my passion, I've had to become more decisive and yeah. figure out the plan and stick with it and advise my clients in the manner that I think it works best. But I always do a disclaimer telling my clients that, you know, have fun, experiment with your body, be a chemist, you know, like figure out different formulas if something isn't working. But I do tend to have my own regimen of what I think works best, but I, I've had to humble myself and say, yeah. okay, one technique was not very healthy or good, or it was too extreme kind of thing. Where, when did you feel was like the biggest, like, sorry, this chair sliding. Uh, when did you feel was like the, almost like the aha moment for you when you really realized there was a switch in your like self-confidence? Hmm. I would say once I started training my mind as hard as I trained my body, uh, th- those two, I never connected the dots. And yeah. that's why I struggled for so many years, my fitness, in my own fitness journey, mm-hmm. I would like be losing the same 10 pounds back and forth, back and forth. And it'd be like, just, I was on this hamster wheel and I'm like, what is the missing link? And once I started realizing, okay, goal setting, uh, reading books, listening to audible books, instead of listening to music on my drives, when I drive my car, I would listen to audible. So it's, yeah. really, it's such a mind game. I mean, I'm sure you're very familiar with that, that, you know, yeah. the, what's in your mind is really going to affect what your body ends up looking like. Cause you have to really train that mind to not go into the negative dark side of things or like, yeah. the, you know, defeat 
or like failure mentality kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm never going to reach this goal. It's going to take forever. You got to just quit that stinking thinking, write down some goals, post it all over your house and read it every single day. And you'd be amazed at the success you'd get in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, there was another, I always, I'm always like reading or like listening to stuff. So there's another thing that I had saw that, uh, what did it say? It was, it was a story about a man who was like severely overweight and he was, you know, he was doing the nutrition, he was working out, but like still it just wasn't working. Like he kept, he just kept the weight on and nothing was working until finally he started working on his mindset and his mentality. And then once he shifted that, like the weight just dropped off and it's crazy because it's so true because our body, obviously we're made up of neurons and our nervous system and everything is so interconnected that if you're not right mentally, then your body is going to feel that too. And then that stress, the cortisol levels, like everything is just going to pile on. And, but it's crazy because a lot of the times we're all so focused in the past on just the physical aspect versus the mental aspect. Right. Right. It's so true. It's just like, you know, developing that habit, just like, you know, training your muscles to react. You got to train your mind to react to positive things. And it's, there's a ton of studies that actually prove that when you're eating something that you consider bad, or it's like, oh, this is going to like, you know, a little on the lips goes right on the hips. Like that's bad. I grew up with that stain. Like that's just like thinking, thinking like, so now like after years of practice, I've trained myself to say, as I'm eating like a treat, I'll say my body uses this as fuel and my body can handle that calories. I tell that to my clients all the time, like stop feeling bad about food. It's only going to make it like, you know, they say that it'll make it be stored as fat if you're thinking negative thoughts around it. So, yeah. And even if that, even if it's wrong, you still stand a a better fighting chance. If you're telling yourself positive things over negative things. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's even studies on that too, on like the, the whole positive mindset versus a negative mindset. I mean, I, myself, like I suffer from depression and anxiety. And so when I'm in that negative mindset, it like, it is, it's like a domino effect and it's just like one negative thing after another. And it's like, no, no, no. I just need to like, stop, pump the brakes, re reconfigure what I'm thinking. And then it changes. I mean, it's so crazy to think that the littlest like thing of just changing your mindset can help, but it really does. It sure does. I'm so proud of you for realizing that too. Cause yeah, I mean, lots exactly. of therapy. <laughs> I, good for you, girl. Yeah. Take it available. Cause yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people struggle with those things. And I mean, it can be a slippery slope if you don't like dig yourself out of the hole and that you have dug yourself right. out. I'm very proud of you for that. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. One, it's, I think it's also, again, finding what you're going back to, you know, your passion and what you're passionate about. I think if you really set your mind to it, you can achieve so many things. And that's what I love about the whole fitness realm, because people have made such dramatic changes and it's crazy, like what our bodies can do. Yes, it is. It's so inspiring when you see other people's journeys, because yeah, yeah, it's inspiring. It's like, I want to do that too. Let's see what this machine can do. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. And if there's, when when you have those little moments, do you ever have the little moments where it's like a little bit of like past Jessica kind of like slips into your mind and it kind of makes you feel a little self-conscious of maybe like, maybe I shouldn't eat that. Is there something that you tell yourself to kind of not necessarily get over it, but just to kind of overcome that negative thought? Oh yes. I actually struggle with that daily. I will say that the 
I call it the old fat Jessica wants to come out because like I will say I I do tend to see that little girl the little sad overweight insecure yeah. little girl at times and I've had to really work through those feelings of like the memories are still there because I still feel like that person at times but yeah you know been doing lately to help me get out of that mindset is uh you remember when they were doing the ai images of yourself you can upload yeah yourself. yeah yeah I, my husband did that for me and i the images i was like this is so cool this ai version of me like is she's so confident and fierce yeah. and like everything i want to be so charlie my husband actually printed my favorite picture out like on this big canvas it okay. was the favorite princess one so it's an ai image okay. blown up in my bathroom and i look at her every day and i say that's you, Jessica. So like, I have this like kind of funny moment where I'm like, I'm like, oh, good thing no one's in the room listening to me right now. Or maybe they should because they'd be entertained. I like yeah. talk to myself being like, you are her. You are accomplished. Yeah. It's like, you know, confident look on her face, like a, a face yeah. that I've tried to mimic, but I'm like, I can't do it. It looks weird. I just yeah. have to smile. Like it's just yeah. like this like, serious, confident. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, I, I can do that look. That's who I am. No more, you know, insecure, sad, fat kid, Jessica. That's not her. Yeah. That's the past. I'm, I'm made new, so... That's what I do. And of course, I also recite Bible verses as well to help, you know, remind me of who yeah. I am in God's eyes. And even if I feel like my body isn't where I want it to be, I say, no, nope, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's where my help comes from. That's uh, it's reminds me of my, well, my mom, every, ever since I was a little kid, she would always uh, quote Matthew 17, 20. And she would say, you know, as long as you have faith as big as a mustard seed, you can tell the mountain to move from here to there and anything is possible. And to this day, like, that's all I think about whenever I'm going through a hard time. It's because she taught me that, like, even if you just have like a little ounce of faith in yourself, you can really push yourself to get to where you need to be. And I think that's great that you have the little verses, even like little mottos or little like sayings people have. I think that really helps. Um, People don't realize even just having like a little post note of saying like, you are enough is huge. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's just so sad that like a lot of us have to go through so many different things. And, um, but you know, it makes us what, who we are and it, we become stronger for it. So. So true. Yeah. Uh, but what's been your favorite part about, you know, being a fitness trainer? Uh, is there, is there like, do you, I guess, what's your favorite type of exercise to like train with people? I should say. Yes. Yep. Okay. So my thing is, uh, what I love doing since it's worked so well for me is high intensity interval training mixed yep. with the, the weightlifting. So I like to start my clients, um, with more mobility to make sure there's no injuries that will happen. And, uh, my style is to keep the heart rate up throughout the workout so that they are burning more calories throughout. And I'm not huge into the lift as heavy as you can, because we don't want to have injuries happen. And a lot of my yeah. clients are not familiar with weightlifting. So my go-to is the high reps, lower weight, and then throw, throwing in the circuits of high intensity inter- interval training throughout the session. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's huge. I mean, a lot of the time, well, I mean, cause my background is Olympic weightlifting stuff. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of heavy lifting and powerlifting, but you have to have the right form. You really have to like, but, um, I have, I started yeah, you're doing, a badass. I've seen your <laughs> hey, girl, look at you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, so it's, but I actually noticed that for my body type, the high intensity really helps kind of at least, uh, like balance out my heavy lifting and 
my lack of cardio. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's a good mix to throw in, but I like it too, because it just goes fast. Like it's like a quick, like quick workout versus like staying in the gym for hours. Right. Totally. So true. Yep. I will say the major success I have with my clients is when I'm, uh, when I do the accountability check-in. So I check in with them every single day and I will also have them take pictures of their food or they will send you their screenshots of what they've eaten for the day in a food log. So mm-hmm. I like to, that's usually where a lot of the transformation happens is because they know that I'm, I'm there like peeking over their shoulder, like what you doing yeah. right now. So that's really been where the, they find a lot of values in that accountability. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's one of those things where it's like, if you know, someone's going to be checking in with you on something, you're like, Ooh, I should probably do it because I can't show. It's like when you go to class and you like show up without your homework, it's like, Oh, I'm that that student. Right. It's so true. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, I think that's huge. And I, I like with the food aspect, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize as well that nutrition is a huge component to your, you know, weight loss journey, wellness journey, whatever it is, because what we fuel our bodies with, as you mentioned earlier, is what's going to be the outcome of who we are. Because if you keep feeding yourself McDonald's daily, like you're going to end up one overweight and two, just like feeling like crap. It's, it's so true. Yep. And how you're going to, people wonder why they have these symptoms and issues and yeah. like, you just, let's take a look at what's going on. What's going on in your body here. <laughs> yeah. One, well, it's crazy. Like there's been, you've seen people like, you know, who have been on the whole junk food diet, whatever it might be. And then they just change their, their tactic of eating whole nutritious foods. And it's crazy. The transformation that they, they get just right. by switching it's- that. Yep. Yep, exactly. I know it's, we all want, I mean, I would hope that we all want our bodies to be functioning optimally, but it does, it does require uh, going down that rabbit hole of finding information, sticking to it, implementing the lifestyle change. And, you know, before you know it, it's the habit has become your lifestyle. So yeah. And it just, it it goes, was it, was it Hippocrates that said like, uh, the food is medicine or something like that, where it's like, you know, it is, it's what you feed yourself is going to be like what dictates like the type of medicine that you need in your life. And it's so true. I mean, not that obviously like pharmaceuticals, some obviously are necessary for certain things, but like you can really treat a lot of symptoms and ailments with just by what you put into your body. Yes, I know. It's definitely true. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I know it's, it's, I think that's the hardest part. I mean, for any client that you have that might be struggling, let's say they have like a little hiccup and they, they send you the, you know, their little food log and it might not be what would have been ideal for them. What is something that you would share with them to help them get back on track? Yep. I know exactly what to say. Cause I know exactly what the issue would be. It's the late night munchies. Let me tell you, I know y'all struggle with it. Yep. <laughs> the top complaint is how do I like, stop this binge monster that wants to like rear its head at night. And yeah. uh, my, my go-to's is to, well, first don't beat yourself up because it's human instinct. We all struggle yeah. with it. Um, so my, my tips would be brush your teeth right after dinner. There's something about just getting that minty fresh mouth that makes you, and plus yep. in your, okay. It signals to you that your mouth is shut. You're done for the night. Right. Uh, then find your favorite tea. I really like 
uh, the brand Yogi. There's uh, a, a tea called Egyptian yep. Licorice, very tasty. So find yourself a tea that you really enjoy drinking. And if you have to knock yourself out with some melatonin to keep yourself from uh, like binging in the pantry, yeah. I do love this uh, melatonin tea. It's from, I got it from Shields of all places. I think oh. it's too, but yeah, it's called Mountain Ops uh, or Slumber slumber something but it's a melatonin hot chocolate drink it's like you know 40 calories so it's you know it's better to take that scoop of 40 to 50 calories versus like binge eating the pantry so yeah get yourself sleeping go to bed early and call the night so and if if they do slip up like um well I had a client say that he got into some candy the other night and Mm -hmm. I I you know we talked through it and then I waited a day and then I messaged his um, check-in text. The check-in text was, uh, tell me now, why is candy still in your house? And he gave yeah. an answer. Like, he had to admit why it's still in the house. And I, you know, I told him, your future self will thank you if you just, you know, hide the candy or just throw it away. So, yeah, yeah we're on this journey together. We all can relate. <clears throat> so, yeah. But the, the best thing is, I always say, as long as you decide that you're not going to quit, you're going to get to where you're going to go. It just right. depends on how long you want for, you know, the more discipline you are, the quicker you'll get there. The more you have some hiccups, the longer it'll take, but you'll still yeah. get there eventually. Yeah. I think another thing that I, um, I relate to you on is when you measure your food, because I remember when I first started doing it for competitions, I was like, that's all I get. <laughs> Cause you don't, don't realize like how yeah. much like yeah. food and calories are in certain Every, things. That, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah, it is very, yeah, very eye-opening. Yep. Yeah. I remember like, I I remember like, I remember, I don't remember what I was measuring. Oh, I think it might've been like some rice or something. Yeah. And I like, was like, oh, I'm Asian. I'm used to like eating like a big pile of rice, but it's crazy. Like how much is in each little thing. Right. I know exactly. You feel kind of like a mad scientist trying to calculate tracking your food, but tracking the food is actually for me personally is what really transformed my body because of the sneaky little, like, like the lips and the bites and the, Oh, here, the kids, this leftover, whatever. But like, once you actually start tracking that stuff, it's like, okay, wow. And like peanut butter. Oh boy. I tell my clients have fun experimenting with weighing out peanut butter. Open your eyes like instantly. And you'll be mad at the peanut butter. You'll be mad at it. I know. Especially for like, what is it? Like two tablespoons, I think is like the serving size. And it's like, yep. it doesn't seem like a lot when I'm making a PB and J. I know it's so true, but now I also don't want people to get like an unhealthy mindset around the like right. the calories because of course you can eat whatever calories you want, but I just consider it like, well, how do you want, it's like a budget. How do you want to yeah. spend your calories? Is it worth it for the two tablespoons of peanut butter? For me, I have days where I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. I'm just going to calculate it to, to yeah. fit. So same thing with like having treats. Like if you want to have a cookie, have the cookie, but I always recommend if you're going to have a treat eat it after your workout and then just, you know, trim up some other calories from a, a different meal to make the cookie. Right. Work. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good advice because I feel like that's also the hardest part is like people get in this mindset sometimes of like, Oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. It's going it, to, you know, as you had mentioned, like it's going to go to the hips or whatever it might be. And I think that's so huge is like the balance portion of it all. I mean, you can have your cake and eat it too. You just have to figure out at what point? Yes, exactly. Time it <laughs> out. 
figure it out and it'll yeah. all be fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for me, I, I mean, now that I'm not in competition mode, I don't necessarily weigh everything anymore. Um, I just do my protein to make sure that I'm still keeping my muscle. Um, but like it is now to the point where I can look at like my plate and be like, okay, it's half veggies, a little bit of my protein and a little bit of a starch or carb. And it's like, all right, I'm good because at least it's enough to keep me going. But it's, I think that's like the hardest part too, is getting to the point where you're comfortable kind of eyeing it out. Right. Right. I agree. And I'm really proud of you that you have come to this point where you haven't figured out because, you know, practice makes perfect. You've been at this for a while now. So it's finally like to the point, like a lot of people can't do what you just said, where they can like determine what is a healthy looking plate, you know, but after a bunch of trial and error and like sticking to it, you are at the place where you know how to do it. Right. No, for sure. And I, and and again, it's still trial and error. I think it's always going to be trial and error no matter what age or what, uh, you know, what level you're at as a, as a athlete, a client, whatever it might be, it's, you're, there's always going to be some sort of things that you need to change. Cause again, there's also external factors, you know, like life happens, things happen in life that you can't always control. So it's like, how do I bounce back from that? And then how do I now reconfigure that for that specific event or that's that situation? Uh, so it definitely is a, it's a, it's a, what is it? The, what is it? The checks and what is checks and balances? The, I don't know why. Yeah. Well, you I balance act everything with like, you know, your life and fitness and like, right. deciding, you know, like going on vacation, like, am I going to restrict myself? Well, no, on vacation, you shouldn't, because that's why you work so hard at home. Like, you right. know, and yeah, it's all about the balance and fi- figuring out what balance works best for you. I agree. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, what else, or I guess, what else is in your pipeline for your fitness journey or fitness journey actually, and your, your fitness, uh, your fitness, well, fitness empire is what I yes. call it. Yes. Cause you empire. just started doing, uh, like videos and stuff now too, right? Yep. yep. So I am, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm taking advantage of this whole social media platform thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm really working on just, you know, working on my, on my brand. Like I, I, we're always like, we are our brand and I'm finally coming to terms with that because initially I was like, well, I don't want to be all over the place. I don't want to have my right. face all over Instagram and TikTok and all the things. But after like doing a lot of research and attending a conference that really like woke me up to the fact that I, I should be tapping into this and building my yeah. empire, but I have something that I can feel proud of and passionate about throughout, you know, many years to come, because before you know it, I'll be, I mean, the kids are very young now, but eventually yeah. I'll be an empty nester. And it's like, I don't want to just sit around all day doing nothing. I want to have like something that I have built for my myself. So yeah, I'm thinking just what I'm doing with, you know, clients just to the next level by posting more on Instagram and Facebook. And I actually just started my own YouTube channel, which was that's exciting. Thanks. I know. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on camera a lot. (laughs) I feel like a nerd, but whatever, if it helps at least one person, then it's fine. Like that's my mission is to help people and to, you know, just continue on with my passion, which is helping people. And I know that to do that, it means just tapping more into the the different markets that are available. So wish me luck as you're going to be seeing me all over the place posting. Hey, keep doing you. That's it's working and it's working for others. And I think that's like the most important thing is it's helping others and it's helping yourself because I think that's, that's hard for a lot of people to figure out is what's working for me and what's working for other people that I want to help. Right. 
Amen. Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for your YouTube channel. I was actually thinking about doing something like that, but more for just like cooking and, oh, uh, should. yeah. Cause I, I, I am like the kind of person that like, I'll just throw stuff together. And then yeah. someone's like, how did you do that? I was like, uh, <laughs> actually, I'm like that too. I don't follow yeah. a recipe. I just like, I don't it. either. And it, yeah, yeah. It, it ends up being better than when I do follow a recipe. It's weird. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's yeah. where is starting a YouTube channel over. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I'm always awkward in front of like the camera though. It's like, oh, what do I do? It takes practice. It yeah. does take practice, but you'll get it. I mean, look, you're doing your podcast. You're yeah. Yeah. But that's because I'm talking with friends. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> But I have actually reached out to people that I'm not friends with to like be on my podcast. So that was getting out of my comfort zone. So that a girl, I'm proud yeah. of you. Keep Thank you. Out of your comfort zone at least once a day is what I do. That's a, you know what? I like that. I, I'm going to start taking that moving forward because we always tend to get stuck in being comfortable and sometimes it's best to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. So right. yeah, true. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I enjoyed this. Um, but I do like to end my podcast episode with a lightning round. Ooh, what a lightning <laughs> round. Oh boy. Yeah. What are you happy. okay? Are you ready? I'm so ready. All right. Donuts or cake? Donuts. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Giraffe. Oh, why a giraffe? I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my mind. And I'm thinking about my twin sister right now and her favorite animal is a giraffe. So there you go, Gina. I was thinking about you. Her name's Gina. She lives in Florida. But I guess I'm the zebra. So like we have like an animal. Uh, I guess I was just thinking about Gina, my twin, because I'm excited for twin time. She's going to visit um, in September and she's staying with me. So yeah, anyways, giraffe, but I, we are identical twins. So I like giraffes too, but Giraffe, not a big long answer to that. I was thinking about my twin, so I just said giraffe. <laughs> this is a this is just a sidebar question. Do you guys have like the twin telepathy? Kind of in a weird yeah. way. Um, when she was young, uh, well, when she was young, like when like eight years old, she broke her arm, and I th- was it was at school. She fell off yeah. the cargo net thing, which was like real. We could have sued them. Like she, kid, eight year old falling off the cargo yeah. net, she broke her arm. Praise the Lord, she didn't like crack her neck, but. Um, I ended up like getting really sad and emotional and like wondering why I was like feeling like, Oh, okay. interesting. And Grammy was like, Oh, your sister. So, yeah. So there's been moments like that. Um, I what it's not like completely, you know, like the voodoo. Well, I'm feeling pain. Cause yeah. I thought that when she was having, um, her baby, she has, uh, a eight month old baby boy. I was yeah. like, Oh, she's in labor. I'm going to like really get in yeah. tune with my body and see if I feel pain. Yeah. And the only thing that happened that day was I got my period. So maybe that means, maybe that means that we weren't connected because when I was having cramps, she was having contractions. So yeah, maybe true. Interesting. But, but I, I've always been fascinated by like the whole twin studies and stuff because I have twins in my family as well, but, okay. uh, so, but they're, I have fraternal and identical. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I know that's why I, if I have children, <laughs> I was gonna say, yes, get ready. Get double yeah. Um, what is your favorite movie? Oh, I will say The Little Mermaid because we I took the kids last night to see the new one. Yeah. I was like raving about how good it was. Oh my gosh, oh, I like cried during it. I'm like, because it's so nostalgic. Because yeah. I was like raised on Disney movies and like happily ever after and all that. But oh yes, uh, so favorite Disney movie, Little Mermaid, and now the real life one that just came out it's so good oh I love that uh favorite color purple 
Do you have any hidden talents? If so, what is it? Yes, I can do this with my tongue. Ooh. I mean, is that a talent? It's like, yeah, it is. It's like a wave. Oh. Like, yeah. I'm doing a wave with my tongue. Yes, I know. I most I was people real can cool. just like curl it or do like the, the clover thing. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was real cool back in the day when I was younger. Yeah. Look, I can roll my tongue. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite food? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. Pancakes. Ooh. What or kind breakfast. of pancakes? Anything Regular pancakes? Anything that has like cream on top, like whipped cream with like the fruit or like Ooh. the peanut butter drizzle. It, like I'm really into like loading toppings onto things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Flavor. Yes. I like yeah. uh, when I do it's like bananas and then I do like a yes. drizzle of like uh like a peanut butter and almond butter and then oh chocolate chips. Yep. That's the combo right yeah. there. It's oh. like just that combination is so good. <laughs> oh, so good. What does a person need to be happy? Jesus. That's a good one. First celebrity crush. Oh, Heath Ledger all the way. Why oh, did he have to die? Oh my I gosh. know. He, I wrote and 10 things I hate about you. Life. I oh, yeah. loved uh-huh. him in that. Yeah, like he was like a bad boy, but bad boy, but still so yeah. sweet. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I know. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss him. I know. Uh, toilet paper roll over or under? Oh yeah, totally over. I'm like, why would anyone do under? That just makes me mad. And then I'm okay, like, I'm still calling yeah. out someone in my office because I don't know who it is. They keep doing, I don't know if it's because they listen to my podcast and they now know that it's like bothering me. But someone oh keeps God. doing it under, and I'm like, no. Oh, that's funny. Oh, they're messing with you. <laughs> uh, what is a dream vacation spot of yours on your bucket list? Fiji, totally Fiji. I've always like, and I saw like pictures of it, and then like the Fiji water bottles that we drink out of. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Where I'd want to go. I always just think of like the little like uh like the little huts on the water. Yeah. Like, over yeah. The water. Yep. Yeah. That looks beautiful. Uh, what is a song that best describes your life right now? Oh, let's see. Um, actually, well, since Evan is sitting here being a little pest, what's our favorite song, Evan, that we listen to? It's our Jesus music, uh, Hill song, uh, Who You Say I Am. It's just really good. I've been playing it in the car and it's like, really, it really like melts my heart because then our kids all start singing it. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just moments like this. I just feel very grateful and thankful. So yeah, oh, Hill song. That's a good, uh, what is, oh, sorry, here we go. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh boy. I should probably say flying because I just had a flying dream last night and it was, it was like exhilarating, but maybe nervous, but I don't think <laughs> I liked it. So flying. Like yeah. you were actually physically flying. Yeah. It was like, you know, when you go out throughout your, throughout your day and you start to remember bits and pieces of your dream. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was flying. And it was like kind of stressful too, though. And I think I might have been crying because then I had like, like crusties in my eyes. I'm like, oh, that means maybe I was crying. I'm like a very active sleeper person. Like <laughs> just last night or last week, poor Charlie. I'm like, don't ever do this to me, Charlie. Um, I woke up like an hour after falling asleep and Charlie was still awake. Yeah. And like you were screaming, you were terrified. I was saying, get it off me, get it off me. It's on the ceiling. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? And Charlie said, I was hiding under the covers. Like I was so afraid. And then he prayed over me and I woke up the next morning being like, 
that was I, I remembered him praying, but I did not yeah. remember like me being terrified at all. And right. I feel like Christ, he prayed. I didn't remember right. the terror that I was having. It was weird. I just woke up feeling all happy. I was like, that was so nice of you, babe, to pray. He's like, do you know why I prayed over you? I was like, oh, that's kind of freaky. I hope that never happens. Like, don't do that to me because I would think something is in the room and I'd go run into the hills. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. The things I must be before I fall asleep. I don't know. That's the worst though. When you kind of almost wake up in like a panic, like, yeah, or you can just feel like sense something and it's like, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. what, what is your favorite memory of us? Oh, of us, of you and me? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. Well, it had to be like the most recent just with you showing up in a cute little tutu <laughs> and showing us that that booty of yours, pop, block, drop, and drop it. Pop, block, and drop it. Yes. I, you, I, I was like, show me your butt. Let's see that booty. I was like, yeah, girl, damn. You putting all was, that work I, in? I know. I was hiding it underneath the tutu. <laughs> yes. We're like, flip that tutu up. Let's see what you got. And we're all like, yeah, girl. Woo. <laughs> I just love how like any of our get togethers because it's always like, we're either dressed up as something or, yeah. I mean, or, I mean, or it involves like food, which we all need to do another girls like brunch night. Like, yes, I think one of, one of my other favorite ones is when we went to the Timberwolves game and we yeah. went out dancing afterwards. But my favorite part about that was like, they're giving, remember when they were giving away the Jack's Links beef jerky? Oh my gosh. Yes. When we yes. were leaving, we're all like, oh. And I totally took more than one. I was like, yeah, give me another, give me another. And it came in handy because I literally, when I was driving home, I was like, I have beef jerky. I know. I got really excited too. Yes. I think we all ate our jerky on the way home. Oh yeah. It was, it was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Give me that protein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, what is a word of advice that you'd give to today's youth? Oh, okay. Um, today's youth programming your mind starting with your mindset you know getting in the routine of filling your brain with good things take advantage of all the podcasts that are available all the audible books that are out there just get your put on the full armor basically of protecting your mind protecting what you see you know what you hear just it'll all pay off because you're going to have a lot more peaceful stable thoughts in your mind so control that mind that's awesome. And then for the listeners out there who want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me at jessica.eyed and on Facebook, I'd fit along with my YouTube channel under I'd fit. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today. It was so great to chat with you uh, more on the fitness level versus just us having fun as girls, as we yep. always do, but I enjoyed it. And I, I had no idea like the full journey that you had gone on to get to where you're at now. So I appreciate you sharing that with me and the listeners. Of course, Allison, I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. So glad. Thank you. Yes. Same. I know. I was like, and now what's next? Oh, is it my birthday party? That's next. Yes. I'm excited for that one. Birthday party. I know. I'm going to carry, I'm going to get like a little fake dog. It's going to be perfect. I can't wait for that. (laughs) I know. I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, have a great rest of your day. Yep. Thanks, Allison. You too. Bye. Bye.